0: what's up and welcome to the nick benhoff fitness podcast you're joining me at the beginning of my coaching journey where i aim to provide actionable information for you to make healthy and sustainable choices if you're here thanks so much for trusting me involving me in your journey every week i plan to provide you with information that will move you forward and provide advice that can be acted on immediately without further ado let's get into today's show What is up everybody, I hope you're having a great day and welcome to episode number five of the Nick Benhoff Fitness Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about why it is so hard to get started on your health and fitness journey. I actually have a a few things I want to talk about that I have found um, hinder me from getting started on things that I like to do as well as... Um, Things that have kept some previous clients from getting started or from continuing on their journey. Um, so the the first thing that that really comes to mind and that I've really seen have a have an impact on myself and some clients that I have worked with is analysis paralysis. And this kind of goes back to what I said in the the last episode by um, where too much information is usually not a good amount of information so analysis paralysis at least to me means that i have so much information out there there's so much information coming at me that i can't just stop reading it and by reading it i'm i'm actually paralyzed and i can't make a decision on where i want to go next this comes in to context, if you're someone who reads a lot of books, if you read a lot of blogs, listen to a lot of podcasts, follow a lot of different fitness people on social media, everyone is going to have their own take on what you should be doing, and it leads you to overthink what you actually know you can do and actually want to do. You go, am I making the best choice for me? This person says that this is the best choice, but I, I, I don't really like doing that. But then this person, you know, agrees with me, but they don't have as many, you know, followers or they haven't been doing this as long, so is this really the, the the right choice? I read a book on this diet and so on and so forth. And you kinda get where I'm coming from. It's analysis paralysis really keeps us from starting what we want. It can uh, you know, cause us to stop what we're already doing because hey, here's some new information. Maybe I shouldn't be doing what I just did for the past month. That was actually working for me because this person says this way works so much better. So, analysis paralysis is really the number one um, hinderer. I guess would that be a word? Anyways, hinderer of progress or even uh, or starting in general. I know it, it hits me quite a bit. You just there's just so much information out there. It's hard to know you know, what, what you would want to do and what works best for you, but you have to just start and keep going in order to figure out what does, in fact, work for you as a person. Um, so, number one, analysis paralysis. It's nice because it kind of rhymes as well, so uh, it's easy to remember. Um, number two kind of builds off of that, and that is contradictory information. Uh, I went into detail a little bit th- about this in the last episode as well, but what I mean by this is Seeing one person say something and then the other person say the exact opposite, and this I found usually comes into play more with nutrition and diets. Everyone has their their favorite diet, whether it's keto, paleo, intermittent fasting, or what have you. Uh, maybe it's just a, a juice cleanse kind of diet, but everyone is going to have their own take and their own thing that they just love and that's going to contradict information provided by someone else you might trust as well. So when we're when we're getting ready to start something right we we want to choose what we think is going to be best for us and if i have two people that i really like you know say they're say one is my family member and one is uh, a best friend i trust them both with my life i trust their opinions you know i respect their their input on what i should be doing but they're saying the exact opposite so what do i do well this would lead many of us to just do nothing right i know If someone was telling me I should eat keto and then someone else was saying you know, uh, I should do the exact opposite, which would be have a lot of carbs, I guess I would not really know what to do. I'd be like, all right, well, this person had success doing no carbs. This person had success doing a lot of carbs. I don't know what to choose for myself. And so that's where that contradictory information really makes it so difficult for us to start, especially if it's coming from sources that we we know, we trust, we love – Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. So that kind of pairs nicely with analysis paralysis, um, but almost still a little different. Um, uh, number three, another big one. I guess. I guess technically these are all big ones. You know, I provide only the smartest information. Just kidding. Um, but the third reason it is so hard to start is we wait for motivation. And I'm sure you've heard this before. I know I've seen it basically every day for my entire life, is that you should not wait for motivation. um, Or, yeah, you shouldn't wait for motivation. You know, motivation isn't there. But it is a nice reminder every now and then that every day you wake up, you're not going to feel motivated to go run 15 miles or go to the gym for four hours and come home and cook the healthiest meal you've ever had, right? It's just not going to happen. Instead, what you should do is just build up the the consistency as well as the 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 small wins that remind you that you are able to do something that you want to do um you know i'm i'm not always motivated to work out myself and i'm a trainer it it's it's hard you know but there are systems in place that allow me to work out when i know i should um where there are reminders you know being a trainer is a pretty big reminder that i need to work out. But we're not always going to feel motivated to do stuff. I want to write more, and I don't always feel motivated to write. But when I wake up, I grab some coffee. That is kind of that that habit consistency reminder that tells me go down, go sit down and write for 30 minutes. It doesn't matter if it's absolute crap or if you write the next best-selling mystery novel. Be ready for my mystery novel. but you know, waiting for motivation is very is very much a recipe for disaster, right? Because you could you could be motivated for a week and then not be motivated for an entire year, just depending on your mood. Um, so, waiting for motivation is no bueno in my eyes, and it should be no bueno in your eyes as well. Um, instead of waiting for motivation, make the motivation. I'm sure if you've seen and if you haven't seen or heard, but action action breeds motivation, right? Just going outside and, and, and walking for five minutes might be like, ah, well, that, that was pretty easy. Let's just you know, walk 10 more minutes. And then, you know, in an hour, half hour, an hour, you've walked 6,000 steps and that's on me. And that's amazing. All from just five minutes, little, a little bit of five minutes taking action, right? And then you're motivated. And then the next day you're like, oh, that was great. You know, I I feel more motivated. And it it kind of uh, is a snowball effect. So just take a little bit of action no matter how small. If you don't get motivated after that, that's no problem because you are building the small consistency habit. And that is what is truly important in the long game, okay? Action, not motivation. Motivation is no bueno. Um, the last, and this one, it may ruffle some feathers here and there. I know I, I didn't hesitate to put it down, but I know um, it can, especially for um, people more established in life, aka parents, uh, people who have demanding jobs, or people that just have busy lives. Um, number four, in my eyes, is too many priorities. I fall victim to this, to this myself basically every day of my life. There is so much I want to do and so little time. You know, 24 hours is just not enough. I wish I didn't have to sleep that much. But sleep is good for you, and don't take that as a cue to not sleep. But too many priorities, right? So I started this by talking about, like, parents who have demanding jobs. You have kids. You have their activities. You have their health to worry about. You have their school, their sports. And then on top of that, you have your own life to worry about. Um, And then you have work. You know, that's that's a full day that I just spoke about, you know, in 20 seconds. But having too many priorities, working on too many things at the same time, or trying to build too many habits at once is going to lead you to build none and work on none and get to the place, to not get to the place where you want to be. And I'll, I'll, I'll give you an example from my own life because, like I said, this happens to me all the time. So I'm in school right now. Uh, school takes up a, a, a large chunk of my time, even though it's online. I still have to do a lot of research, a lot of writing, a lot of thinking about it. I have my own um, my own job, training youth athletes and working at a, an online fitness and nutrition coach for my company as well. Although that part doesn't take up too much time because I know if I had added that, that would have been a lot more time. But let's see. On top of that, I have a fiancé. We're planning a, uh, a wedding. I have a puppy who... Uh, right now, isn't with me, but she, she's just laying in her cage. So that's one less thing on my plate. Um, and then I have the the activities like this podcast, like my writing that I to that I want to take care of. And when I try to do them all at once, nothing got done. But when I started small and just recorded a couple podcasts in one day, I found that I was able to do more. Um, and that might just seem like a little bit of a ramble. And I want to really circle back and relate it to your life so you are a you're a a parent you're an adult you have two young kids you have a a spouse and you have a job okay so those are all priorities right um you can't you know if if you're looking to to change your life for fitness you can't also prioritize you can't prioritize fitness and then also going out to dinner every night on the weekend or going to parties every weekend. You see how those those priorities kind of contradict each other? Because, you know, which are we going to choose? We're going to choose going out to dinner with our friends or going out to a party, right? That's more fun. Our brain likes that reward a little bit better than, say, you know, cooking a meal at home and spending a couple hours not a couple hours, um, you know, an hour doing that and then cleaning up, right? You know, which which seems more rewarding in the end to our our primate brain, our primal brain that wants the easiest thing. And so, if you prioritize things that are kind of outside the realm of what you're trying to accomplish with your health, your body, your confidence, and things like that, the easier thing is usually going to get done, and that's the the thing that. Um, contradicts the long-term goal. I hope, you know, I, I kind of circled back and made that make sense. I know I rambled on for, for a bit. Um, but really, like, too many priorities is saying, how do I word this in a way that doesn't make me seem like a dick, You have to really just kind of pick one and prioritize that and i I hope that's your health and and the the nice thing is is you don't have to prioritize it forever right it becomes that priority in the beginning because it is the most difficult thing to change and therefore needs the most amount of time brain power and quote unquote excess motivation that you may have um now i'm not saying drop everything about your kids your family your life your work and just focus on you know working out but you're going to maybe need to do less fun things that will go against your goals and habits, right? So I, I'm not going to lose weight if I go out to you know uh, a KFC every night after work for dinner, um, even though it's the easiest thing to do and it costs like a couple bucks. I don't even know why I said KFC. i have not. I've actually never been to KFC. Let's say uh, Chick-fil-A. Okay, or a Burger King. Um, so you can't. You can't necessarily say you are prioritizing your health and nutrition when you lost track of time, you didn't properly plan, and now you had to go to Burger King for a quick meal because things just got out of control. Right? If you prioritize your health and your, your overall nutrition and your fitness, then you will plan your day kind of around those things as best as you can. Right. Where It's not always going to be perfect, but maybe you prioritize in the morning instead of watching TV or on social media, you cut up some vegetables or maybe – Put some chicken in the, the oven for 15 minutes because that's all it really takes, right? You don't have to make an entire meal, but having some things ready, having some pre-cut and washed vegetables ready will make making dinner that night easier if you're getting home at like 7. You can be done at like 7.30 instead of swinging in the drive through getting out of the drive-thru at 7.31 and then not getting home until seven thirty. Five, seven forty, right? So it's just those little things. And I know life gets busy. Life gets hectic and it's not always going to be perfect. And I'm not saying you need to be perfect all the time. But if your health and your fitness is a priority for you, then doing the things that are gonna make that priority easier in the long run are gonna show what you actually Care about, right? If you tell me you care about your health and fitness, yet you don't prioritize uh, your sleep or drinking water or going to, you know, getting some steps in or going to the gym, then I'm going to second guess your priorities, right? And I'm not trying to say, again, that you're not busy, because I'm, I'm sure you are. People are busy these days in life and it happens and not everything always gets done but it's the long term if you get to the gym once and said I prioritize the gym well I mean it's been like four weeks come on you don't really prioritize the gym that much Um, so I hope that didn't ruffle too many feathers I kind of rambled on because I wanted to fully articulate my thoughts and I hope I did that pretty well um I, I you know, I, I should prioritize maybe taking a few more notes before this one, but I thought this was m- more of a an episode that I kind of freestyle and, and just have some ideas. But um to recap, we have four reasons why it's so hard for people to start on their health and fitness and nutrition journey or even hard to continue on, and those are analysis paralysis. Having too much information where and you're not really Able to make a decision because there is that much information. Um, second to analysis paralysis is contradictory information, aka not being able to make a choice because you have information you like that contradicts each other. Uh, that is, I like I like the keto diet because it has helped a lot of people lose weight. However, going a day without carbs makes me an angry person. So contradictory information, kind of. Um, Piggybacks off of analysis paralysis when not allowing you to start that way. Uh, the third reason is we wait for motivation, right? Don't wait for motivation. Um, take a little bit of action and let motivation come into the light, right? Um, motivation is this, I don't know, this mythical creature that we like to say only appears on a full moon every other month on the third Thursday of the month. And, you know, without it, we're never going to make any progress. Whereas, Ninety-nine percent of the time, you're not going to be motivated. You just need to take a little bit of action, and then become motivated. After that, and the last one is too many prioritize priorities, prioritize priorities. If you're telling me or your your loved ones that you prioritize your health and fitness, yet are going to um, the drive-through every night instead of picking up, um, you know, whole foods at the grocery store, then you know, I I can't really agree with you that your priorities are your health and fitness, right? There's there's other things that are taking over your time right now that you are putting more time and effort into versus the things you're saying you do. So that wasn't meant to piss anyone off. Uh, If it does, you know, let me know. Um, And I'd be happy to talk to you about that. But, you know, send me any of your questions. I'm going to link uh, an email address below that you can send them to and I will reply as best I can. Maybe we can make it into a podcast question. You know, that would be very exciting. So I I am interested in your questions and just hearing your overall thoughts about today's episode. Uh, A little different, but I am trying to be more consistent with putting out this content and providing you the service that you deserve. I'm only here to help you. I want you to become the best version of yourself, and I know I can help you with that. not saying you're not a fantastic version right now, but I know that you know that you think there's a better version of you, and I want to be there with you along the way. Okay. Well, again, send me any questions, frustrations, comments, concerns to that email address below. You can add me on social media as well and yell at me there. I'd be happy to take that. Um, But, you know, if you stuck around for this long, I know it's been another long, rambly episode, but I appreciate you nonetheless for listening in. It is always great for me to be able to talk into your ear for 15 to 20 minutes a couple times a week. So look out for the next episode. Um, You know, I hope you had a great day. I hope you're having a fantastic day, uh, and stay safe out there. I will talk to you in the next one.